Well, boys, we did it. We made it to 2021. <laughs> I was, I was, honestly, I was waiting all year to make the joke about 2020 fun, but uh, considering the <laughs> where things still are, I think that that's probably a bit hey, premature. we're leaving that in the past. We're 2020 yeah. fun is right now. That's right. <laughs> Calendar years are not at all an arbitrary marking of the passage of time and things totally reset in the new year, right? And we're here. So <laughs> uh, it, it, it's the pod people. I'm Matisse Van Rossum. <laughs> I'm Ben Sheets. And I'm Cleveland Mosier. And, uh, yeah, so uh, we're doing our, our usual beginning of the year thing. We're going to uh, talk about some of our predictions for the year to come. Uh, things are obviously a little more uncertain now. Uh, who knows what movies are actually going to come out and which ones aren't. I know a lot of our predictions are uh, rolling over from last year. Yeah. Let's so, let's start there. Uh, why yeah. don't you? I'll, I'll hand so it off to you, we, Ben. We predicted twenty movies at the beginning of the year. A total of six of them came out. <laughs> um, wow. Usually, I I'm pretty proud when all but five can be you know predicted. But COVID is going to be COVID. Um, but yeah, let's let's wait. Uh, why are, why are you using present tense, Ben? COVID is over. It's a new year. Yep, it's a new year. There's no more COVID. <laughs> You're right. COVID uh. was COVID. <laughs> R.I.P. to my homie COVID. <laughs> well, uh, what um, what what films okay, so, didn't come out that we're looking at uh, for twenty twenty? Well, first release? let's let's cover what we did predict. Sure. So first one was The Grudge, uh, which Cleveland got closest with. Uh, you know, he predicted a Rotten Tomatoes score of 40 low ball, and a box that shit. office of 10 million. Rotten Tomatoes was 20 and box office was 11.4 million. So quite close. Next was Underwater, uh, which Tease hit out of the park. Nice. Uh, he predicted uh, Rotten Tomatoes of 60 and a box office of 15 million. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes was 48 and box office of 7 million both way too low way too low in my opinion yeah as we talked uh, about in the last episode yeah uh next was the turning which was split between cleveland and i cleveland you predicted the ron tomatoes closest with 22 and i predicted the closest box office with 8 million and it was ron tomato score of 11 Oof. and 7 million Oofa doofa mm. um glad we skipped that one yep <laughs> next is gretel and hansel uh which i got Rotten Tomatoes of 66 and a box office of 5 million. Uh, it was a Rotten Tomatoes of 65 and 6.1 million. Mm. Um, next one is yeah, The Invisible low. Man, uh, which was split between Cleve and Tease. So Cleve got a Rotten Tomatoes score of 82 and uh, Tease got a box office of 24 million. And it was a Rotten Tomatoes of 91 and a box office of 28.2 million. And then COVID hit. You know? Womp womp. So Invisible Man came out on the 28th of February. And there was only one other movie that came out after that. It was quietly released in theaters <laughs> in the middle of the year to be forgotten about and that movie was the new mutants oh the new mutants a movie that we did not cover 
a movie that um, we've predicted every year since the start of the podcast <laughs> fi- finally got its uh, shameful silent release in the midst of COVID. <laughs> and they just when pretended it never happened. So this was the only one we didn't have results for. TC had three points. Cleve, you had four points. And I had three points. So, Tease, you predicted a Rotten Tomato score of 83 and a box office of 80 million. Uh, Cleve, you predicted a Rotten Tomatoes of 88 and a box office of 90 million. And I predicted a Rotten Tomatoes of 70 and a box office of 70 million. Oh. So it turned out it had a Rotten Tomato score of 33 yep. and a $7 million box office, which is Holy surprisingly shit. high, actually. Honestly, yeah, yeah. Wow. But still... Whoa, it's, it still had a higher box office than Gretel and Hansel? Same. Same box Same office. Same box wow. office returns. Wow. Yeah, so... This uh, must be well to Gretel and I Hansel. I won just because I picked the lowest number, even though I was not even close. So I I guess I get the choice for this year um, for yes, movies. Our remainder of the 2020 wrap yes. up. Do you have? I films do have some already? films planned. Uh, right. So much like last year, I think the curation of last year was really great because we had you know one that was fun and colorful. We had one that was more serious and atmospheric. And we had a Mimi movie. We had a Mimi <laughs> meme of a Fred Durst Limp Bizkit <laughs> yeah, we did. moose movie. Um, so moose this is in year, the house. I decided I would try to follow suit as much as possible. So for the fun, colorful movie, we have the movie Freaky by the director of Happy Death Day and Happy awesome. Death Day to you. Fuck oh, yeah. yeah. Um, Yes. I'm very excited to talk about that. God, I love those movies. I've seen a little bit about this one. That one's a, a, a has Vince Vaughn in it, yep. right? Cool. Wait, uh, is, it, is this one that's like a Freaky Friday scenario? Yes. Oh I'm, uh, oh, I'm excited about that. So the next one is the more serious atmospheric one. And for that, I decided to go with The Wolf of Snow Hollow. Oh, the new Jim Cummings movie. Yeah. Okay. Um, I've heard it's uh, really interesting. Is that a sequel to The Wolf of Wall Street? <laughs> I, I hope so. <laughs> I, yeah, I hope so, too. I really know very little about it, um, but I've been hearing good things, so I'm excited to see it. I think it's on Hulu, too. So Cool. So the third one, the meme. The, the meme. meme. So I was mulling this over for a while. Lay it on meme. And I was trying to figure out how cruel I wanted to be. Oh, yikes. So oh. for the first oh, half no. of the year, I was really thinking about covering Veronica for a while. Oh, yikes. But, you know, I was browsing Netflix one day, and I, I saw something interesting. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. After Uncut Gems, Adam Sandler was doing interviews Whoa, saying wait. that oh, no. uh, if... <laughs> If Uncut Gems wasn't nominated for an Oscar, he would release the worst movie he's ever made oh, as a no. threat. Ben, what have you done? And it wasn't nominated. Are you making us do Hubie Halloween? Ben. I was so close to picking Hubie Halloween. Wait, you were? <laughs> I was so close. You almost picked it. I almost picked okay, it. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I almost picked it. Dodged a bullet. I decided that would be too cruel. No, but you know, it would be it would have been especially cruel too, because like 
we'd have to watch the original or whatever too. I'm sure for context. So the original isn't isn't it like isn't there another Hubie movie or something like isn't it set no. like in some sort of Adam Sandler no, it's its own thing uh, <laughs> connected universe no oh, no okay okay they're all that's the just same, how little though. I know all Adam Sandler movies are the same <laughs> that's a fact um except for Uncut Gems <laughs> yes and Punch Drunk and Punch Drunk Love, Love yeah. um but yes I decided to have some mercy. You know, be thank you. Thank be God. merciful. No, I'm not going to thank you. I'm not going to thank you for not picking Hubie Halloween. <laughs> well, well, what did you pick instead? I, instead, what, pick? I picked a movie I've already seen and really enjoyed, and that's Come to Daddy. It's oh, cool. uh, nice. You know, Elijah Wood, uh, Stephen McCaddy of Pawnee Pool. Um, directed by Ant Timpson, who also wrote The Greasy Strangler, and it's a Spectre Vision movie. Um, nice. I wanted to see Come to Daddy, so I'm pretty stoked about that one. So, yeah, I think it's a solid lineup. No real bad ones this year. I decided to be forgiving and not go with Hubie Halloween. So. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, wow. yeah, I guess we're, we're going ahead and revealing what our next episode will be at the start of this one. Uh, we'll be covering those uh, and seeing what 2020's last laugh has to hold. But for now, <laughs> let's look to the future yes what do we have to look forward to or not in 2021 uh okay so like i said before uh only six of our predicted movies came out we have 14 that were left unreleased so i'll just go through our lineup of confirmed release dates for the year and then general 2021 and then ones that don't have an official release date so may or may not be released in 2021 cool um, so first is Antlers, uh, which we did predict last mm-hmm. year. It's coming out in February. I'm still kind of excited um, for that one. Can we change our predictions? I'm no. less excited. You're less excited. Yeah, I'm worried about it. Okay, well, here's the thing. We change we'll, our predictions for New Mutants. Here's what we'll do. Here's what we'll do. How about we keep the Rotten Tomatoes score the same, but we're not doing box office. Let's let's ask the box office. Box office yeah. is a big question mark Ooh, in yeah. 2021. So instead, let's try to predict our... Shit, it cost me my victory this year. So <laughs> let's, let's try to predict our consensus if we'd rating. Cut, if we'd cut box office, I would have won, right? Uh, I just, just want to... Yes. Yeah, yeah, I... I hmm? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, funny. Mm, we're not mm, okay. All right, yeah. Let's cut it. Let's cut box well, office. We're cutting box office because there's still an ongoing pandemic, and movies are not going to be released in theaters as much, or the ones that are will not be as representative. Oh, I got two months yes. of it this year. Okay, so I'll right. give you a quick chance to change your rating. Yeah, well, we well. didn't know it was going to happen. Cleveland. I'll, I'll give you guys a quick chance if you really want to no, change. No, I, no, I want to predict. Okay, yeah, just okay. in the interest of keeping things okay. rolling. I wanna, well. Uh, we'll yeah. predict our consensus rating. What we think our average yeah. will be between the three. And of us. course, if we don't rate it, it doesn't count. Of course. Uh, so, Antlers, what do you think the consensus rating between the three of us is going to be? I'm going to say I'm going to put it at a 3.3. I'm still kind of excited for it, but I have heard some preliminary reviews that are worrying. Um, so uh, I'm going to keep that one middle of the road. Okay. I'm going to price is right and just go 3.5. I see you. <laughs> In that case, I will go 3. Ooh, all right. Well, that one's going to be a close one. <laughs> oh. What? Um, okay. So next is we have two March releases. Uh, we have Ghostbusters 
I haven't oh. written down as Ghostbusters 2020, but Ghostbusters oh, 2021. I forgot about that movie. We got a trailer for it and everything, and it was so ready to be yeah. dropped on us. Paul Rudd and Finn Wolfhard, right? Yeah. Oof. I don't have super high hopes for that one. Did we already do Rotten Tomatoes for that? Yes. Okay. Yes, we did. Cool. Yeah. So for average between the three of us, I'm going to go two on this one. I'm not expecting good things from this movie. I'm going to go a little higher. I'm going to say 3.75. Wow. Yeah. I I don't know. Nothing in the trailer like blows my socks off or whatever, but nothing in the trailer like has me blah about it either. I, I, I think it, it could be good. I don't know, but it could also be very bad, okay. but we'll see. Well, I'll go 2.75, somewhere in the middle. Next, we also got a trailer for this one, and it's the Jared Leto movie, Morbius. Oh, God. Morbius drinking a 40 in a death basket. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Can't wait. Uh, we predicted that one too, right? Yes. Um, I, I, ooh, for our <laughs> consensus rating... <laughs> I'm going to say two again. Two feels about right. I don't want to go much higher. It could be lower, though. I'm hoping that there's going to be some, like, entertainment bad it's good value in this movie. I'm hoping it either is, because, god damn, if it's just, like, bleak and not entertaining or funny or whatever, it's going to be, what a fucking, you know, real hot bummer. But uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say three. I'm, I'm going to put it at three, maybe 3.5? 3.3. Okay. Well, I'm going to say 2.75. All right, so we did the same for both of those. <laughs> Next, we have two movies coming out on the same day Ooh. in April. Uh, we have The Quiet Place 2, which is finally getting a release date. You know, it got <laughs> critic screenings and all that jazz, and it's finally coming out. I'm going to lowball this one a little bit just because sequel curse um i'm i'm a little concerned about them being able to recapture the magic of the first one even though uh it is the the same um people making it i'm gonna go i'm gonna say 3.7 on this one for our average oh man 3.7 is solid oh i don't want to go lower because yeah i i i'm i'm in the same boat i'm gonna say four i'm gonna bump it up all right but I think it's too high, but I think I'm going to say ideal. two and a half. Oh, damn. All right. I think this movie is going to be a mess, honestly. Okay. The, okay. the longer I think about the trailer, it just seems like a bad Last of Us type of situation. Um, All right. Yeah, well, we, will, so we shall see. We shall see indeed. So the second movie coming out on the same day is the new Edgar Wright horror movie. Oh, yeah. Last Night in Soho. We have not gotten a trailer for this yet, but it is a psychological horror in the vein of, of Rosemary's Baby or Repulsion. Yeah, this is a wild guess for me because, like, we really don't know much about it. It's not enough data. But Edgar Wright has a solid track record. The premise sounds interesting. I'm gonna I'm gonna say I'm gonna guess a four on this one for our average, I think. I'm gonna say four point three. Oh wow, okay. And bump it up. Man. I like to be hopeful. Yeah, I'm gonna say a four and a half. I think this movie is gonna be great. I hope so. I would love that. Same. 
I would love it to be good. Um, I'm already regretting my Quiet Place vote. I, I haven't even seen the original Quiet Place. I don't know why I, I, I gave it. We'll, we'll get we'll get you caught up. Yeah, we'll that's part of it. Like, it the, the first Quiet Place is quite good. Can I change yeah. it to a 3.5? Is it too late? No, we yeah, can change uh, it. Let's do, let's do 3.5. I think, I think 4 is too high. Okay, so we have in May, we have two movies coming out on the same day okay. again. The first one is Jigsaw. The spiral, spiral from the spiral. book of Jigsaw. From Ooh. the book of Jigsaw, yeah. No, from the book of Saw. Yeah, oh, yeah starring the Chris, Rock, Chris Rock. We did. We I did know, have a trailer I know. for that one. Post Fargo. What do you think about Chris Rock starring? Oh, in a I, I still movie? great. I, I think that like I, I never had any doubt about Chris Rock in a dramatic role, dude. For me, is it cool? I we've been doing you first, but uh, for me, it's a four. I'm. I really, I'm going high. I, I, I want this movie to be good, and I think there is a chance for it. It's probably going to be garbage, but I'll make it even funnier. It's a four from me. I, I am considerably less optimistic. Um, oh, I think, I think the Saw franchise has been long dead, and I'm confused by <laughs> this attempt to revitalize it by introducing comedian Chris Rock as the protagonist. <laughs> Um, I'm so hype. I, I'm, I'm so hype. I do not. I do not think this one is going to be good. I would love to be wrong, but I think it's going to be a stinker. And I think that <laughs> our average rating is going to reflect that. I'm going to guess 2.5 for this one. Awesome. Wow. I am actually going to guess the lowest. I think it's going to be a 2.3. Oh, okay. I think it's going to be hot garbage. Yeah, I think it's going to suck. To be clear, I think y'all have the right take on this i, I think that you're pleasantly surprised but, though but man what if right like i'm what just saying if? what if what if i think it's directed by darren lynn bousman yeah. oh yeah it's gonna oh my god <laughs> yeah yes. i think this one's gonna be a stinker i but, cannot uh, wait we'll, i am excited okay, about this we'll movie see. but the other one coming so out bad. the same day and just recently it was announced that all of WB's lineup is coming out on HBO Max, same day as in theaters. Mm-hmm. So we'll be able to stream this movie same day. It's Godzilla vs. Kong. Oh, shit. Directed by Michael Doherty, <sighs> uh, who also directed... Wait, no, this one's directed by uh, Adam Wingard. Michael Doherty directed the last one, King of the Monsters, I believe. Yeah, mm-hmm. which I never saw. Yeah, I think... Mm, I can't remember. I want this one to be good. I thought Kong Skull Island was fun, but the Gareth Evans uh, or Edwards, whatever his name is, I can never remember, uh, Godzilla one was not good and was pretty boring. I'm going to play it safe on this one, I think, and I'm going to say 3.3 for our average. Oh, yeah, I'm so torn. This movie seems just like strikes me as it's going to be pretty binary. It's either going to be very like a quite high or quite low. Yeah, I should mention Adam Wingard directed The Guest, but he also directed Directed Blair Blair Witch. Witch, (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that makes it so hard to accurately predict. Blair Witch had more of a budget than The Guest. He did Blair Witch after The Guest, right? Yeah. Yes. Two. Oh, shit. Okay. Oh. Yeah. I saw the behind the scenes. I saw how dead they all are behind the eyes. <laughs> the guess the guess was a fluke. Uh, I, I'm, I'm over it. It's uh, it's going to be bad. God damn it. I don't want it to be, but no, I'm, I'm saying two. I'm going to say three. I think it has potential 
but knowing wow. Adam Wingard, it could vary wildly between absolute hot mess and... I did not expect to have the highest prediction out of the three of us on that one. I didn't either Yikes. going in, but the more I thought about it, like... <laughs> Yeah, man. I don't know. Like, it's probably it's probably going to have some like fun visual sequences in it, but the story is going to be awful. Like, if I if I had to guess, I don't know. Yeah, do you I'm, know who wrote it? Let me check. Is it Simon Barrett? God, no. You know, you know, be worst case scenario before you say uh, Lindelof. David Lindelof. Yeah, he wouldn't. It's, it's not. It's not like pseudo political enough. Here's something but. interesting. So there's two main writers on it: Eric Pearson, yeah, two, who helped write. Thor Ragnarok and uh, the upcoming Black Widow. Oh. And uh, Max Borenstein, who wrote the show The Terror and the recent Godzilla movie and the recent Kong Skull Island movie. Okay. Damn. Well, see, I, I, didn't like, I didn't like the Godzilla. Kong Skull Island was okay. The first season of The Terror was awesome. Yeah. See, all the, those writing credits all sound pretty great. And a lot of my problems with the Blair Witch movie was the writing. Yeah, but that was also written by the same guy who wrote The Guest. Simon Barrett did both of them. Yeah, but he also was the most dead behind the eyes. In, in that those behind the scenes. <laughs> That's just so how he looks. I, I want... No, no. It was in his voice. <laughs> Frankly, like, I have more faith in Simon Barrett than I do in Adam Wingard, if I'm being real. But that's uh, a tough one. Yeah. I guess we'll see. It's hard to say. All right, what's so next? So next one is June 4th is also going to be on HBO Max same day is The Conjuring 3. <laughs> the Conjuring... Uh, I'm gonna the say conjurist. the. I'm gonna I'm gonna say uh, 1.8 for our average. I'm expecting bad things. Every new Conjuring verse film is getting progressively worse. Somehow, uh, one. I don't want to see it. <laughs> I'm not interested. Uh, the Nun was my last of that whole fucking universe or whatever. Like, like sign me the fuck out. Like I'm done. Uh, and I I don't want to see it. Unless it gets any degree of acclaim, I'm out. Fuck that whole... Uh, it's funny you mention uh, that, because uh, I didn't put it on our predictions list, but I did see that The Nun 2 is in no, development. No, no, <laughs> no, no, no. Fantastic. Flush that shit so like they flushed know. The Nun. I'm, I'm over it. I'm not about it. I'm going to predict a 2.2. That's hopeful. Well, Cleveland is writing himself out, so I guess that'll be one for me and Ben. But if Cleveland does end up on the show, then he will just have a null rating, so you will automatically lose that one by not wait by not choosing. No, I said I said one, but I don't want to watch it. Oh, you said one. Okay. Yeah, I, I did. Um, it's, it's a one, but I, I don't want to, and I don't want to see and it. That's one of the movies where it's released same day on HBO Max. I don't think I'd go out of my way to see it in theaters. But no, if, if it's just presented it. in front of me, yeah, maybe, maybe. If, if we could stream it, I'd do it for yeah, the podcast, yeah. just out of morbid curiosity, for yeah. sure. Okay, so uh, next uh, we have one movie in July, and that is the Untitled Purge sequel. It probably has a name at this point. So when we talked about all of the Purge movies uh, back in 2019, we all commented on, or Ben and I did, that uh, there's kind of like a, a good, bad, good, bad to them. Like the first one was shit, then Anarchy was good, then Election Year was bad, then the first Purge was good. So we're due for the bad one next. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a. 
I'm going to go with a 2.3 on whatever this new Purge movie is. Uh, never seen a Purge, 2.5. I'm going to go 2.8. I, I hope the extra year has given them a little extra time to gestate it and develop it to be a little better than it would it. otherwise. <laughs> I doubt it, too. But we shall see. We shall see. Once again. So in August, I have two movies. One is a newcomer. Ooh, okay. uh, And what a wild card. What a wild card. This movie is Don't Breathe 2. Oh, shit. Yeah, okay. I have been hearing about this. Directed by the writer of the original. And Fede Alvarez also helped write Don't Breathe 2. Mm, okay that's interesting because he just wrote the first one so that doesn't necessarily mean he has any directing ability also i don't know where you go from the first one i don't know how you do a sequel to don't breathe i think go anywhere with Um, it it's just the the creepy old death uh creepy old um blind guy like there's yeah this is so since this is a new one are we still doing rotten tomatoes and our average okay so for rotten tomatoes i'm gonna give it a honestly probably generous uh i'm gonna say 72 on rotten tomatoes and for our average i'm gonna say uh, 2.9 uh, I'm going to, uh, sorry, to prices right you and go 75. Um, I think. $1, Bob. Yeah, <laughs> I think it, there's potential there. There is, there's good there's potential. potential. There's yeah, potential. There, there's good potential there. I, I Enough reason to be cautious. Yeah, I think, which is why I'm prices riding you. I'm not going 80. I'm not going a little bit higher, but like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to say 75. And our. I'm glad. I'm so glad we're not doing box office. Jesus Christ, it's just too hard. Too hard to <laughs> um, predict uh, our rating for it. Uh, I'm. I'm gonna say. Uh, Tease. What was yours? Uh, Two point nine. Two point nine. Uh, I'm gonna go higher. I'm gonna. I'm gonna say three point five. Okay. Well, I think it's such a genre movie that the critics are going to be harsher on it because it is such a pulpy, exploitationy type of movie. Um, so I'm going to give it a Rotten Tomatoes of 50. Oh, wow. Okay. And I am going to say our general rating is going to be... I'm worried that this movie is going to be a dud. I want it to be good. You know, Don't Breathe is one of my favorites of the decade. But it feels like a conclusive type of thing. I don't want to see them just do the same but different. Um, I'm going to give it a two and a half. Um, You know what? Also, um, just because you make a good point about critical reception, I do want to change my Rotten Tomatoes slightly and just bridge the gap between myself and Cleve a little bit. Instead of 72, I'm going to say 68. 68. Uh You're going to price is right as price is right. Yeah, well, kind (laughs) of. I don't think you could change your bid in the price is right. (laughs) Bob! Uh, Bob, no! I need to call an audible! Please! Bob, I I need need to take Door number two is already opening. Wait, Bob! No, Bob! (laughs) 68, Bob! I got my numbers in the wrong order. Uh, well, we okay. let, but you let Cleve call an audible earlier. Yeah, so no, no, it's fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, so next is Candyman, uh, also coming out in August, tentatively, of course. 
Yeah, I know. Um, I do remember earlier in the year, I can't even remember if we talked about it on the show, but um, the director made a point of saying that, uh, and Jordan Peele as well, saying that they that they are really dedicated to releasing this one when it's safe for people to go to the movie theater. So I think whether that comes out in August or not is going to depend heavily on the state of COVID by then. I don't have super high hopes, if I'm being honest. Um, but for the movie, just for the interest, I still have very high hopes for this movie i do think the trailers still look great Same. um it looks fucking rad and i'm expecting good things uh i know we already predicted rotten tomatoes mm-hmm. but um i for our average rating i'm gonna say 4.5 i'm i'm expecting great things from this movie damn uh i wish i could also go to 4.5 uh projection because it it looks it looks damn good uh i mean if you want to if we both get it we could split the <laughs> we could split the point mm-hmm. <laughs> no you know what uh, I'm going to go more wild. I'm going to say it's going to be a golden pod. I'm going to give it a five. Oh, you oh, think so? I'm, okay. yes. I'm, wow. a little, I'm a little worried. I'm a little worried about that, uh, which I think like 4.5 is a safer bet, but fuck it. You Just to mix right. it up a little bit. Let's see if it's going to be a golden pod. Yeah. One of the reasons I'm worried about that, too, is because like it's got so long to be hype for, you know, like we've been really holding this one out. Like I'm a little concerned about that, but we'll see. You know um, what, Ben, if, if you don't think this is a good idea then we can nix it. But I say since predicting a golden pod is such a wild bet, I oh, think if Cleveland's right, he should get two points sure. for that one. Yeah. Oh, I love that yeah. idea. I love that idea. And just in general, if you, if you predict it's going to be a golden pod, it's you gonna get two. If you predict it's going to be a golden pod and you're right, you get two points. Yeah. I okay. think that's sure. fair. That, that's, sure. a fun, that's a fun mechanic. I, I, I like this. Well, I'm going to say I'm going to be the downer pessimist of the group and – while Jordan Peele's directorial work has been great, his producer this is work true. has been less great. This you know, true. the Twilight Zone show. Lovecraft Country was a mess. Yeah. yeah. No, I didn't this hear is, good things about Annabelle very, either. This is very true. I don't think he actually produced that. I think it was the same company that produced could, it. Could you? They could just you, wanted desperately to put his name on. Could it. you cut that out? Because like my my asso- my assumption well, there no, is no. oh it's it's got I I they tried to make it seem like that with the marketing. They're they're desperately trying to connect those dots. Oh, okay. you know, it's just not the case. Yeah. Oh, okay. Word. So don't feel bad about that. I won't. But yeah, I'm gonna give it a four. I'm gonna say, you know, I think. That's still pretty generous. I, yeah, I think my hopes are high still, but I, I want to be a little realistic. It's probably it. wise. Okay, honestly. so the next movie is an interesting one. This is another newcomer? It's, yes, it's a newcomer. It's a Resident Evil reboot movie directed by Johannes Roberts, who directed 47, 47 Meters, meters down, down and Strangers, Strangers Pray, at, Pray Night. at Night. I'm going to shoot low on this one in both regards for two reasons. Even though Strangers Pray at Night was pretty good, 47 Meters Down was so boring that even though we were planning on doing it for the podcast, we decided not to because we wouldn't have anything to talk about. That's reason number one. And two, video game movies... I like we've talked about that both on and off the podcast. I've made my feelings very clear, so we don't need to go into it. But I never have high hopes for a video game movie. So I'm going to say Rotten Tomatoes, 36 percent. And our average, I'll be slightly more generous than that. I'm going to say a two point. I'll say 2.5 for our average on that one. Okay. 
I think a lot of people have the same view about video game movies, which is why I'm going to give it a Rotten Tomatoes of 45. But I'm going to go a little bit higher with our predictions for our scores because also I I I don't share that same sentiment. Um, I think I think that a good video game movie can absolutely be done. And uh, but I don't know if this one's going to be it. So uh, I am going to go 3.5. <laughs> Well, I think uh, you guys are absolutely correct. I think this is going to be critically mauled. I think mauled. even, even <laughs> you know, Strangers Pray at Night, while I liked it, I think it was critically panned, yeah. you know, as well. So I'm going to say Rotten Tomatoes of 27, and I'm going to say a collective score. You know, Strangers Pray at Night was pretty good, though. That's the thing. I I think if he keeps a similar type of production design, it could easily be better than the Paul W S Anderson movies. That's not hard. so for that yeah, much. No. For that much, Low I'm going to give it a three point two. Okay. You know, there's something to be said too, like about like audience expectations. Uh, considering the Resident Evils before, like, and the whole hey, it's better than factor is is very real. So yeah, with the Rotten Tomatoes, like, what was yours, Ben? What did you say? Uh, twenty seven. Twenty seven. Yeah. Okay. I'll I'll stick where I'm at in that case. I'm still highballing out of the group, yeah. but uh, I yeah, I'd almost consider going higher just because I think that a lot of people are gonna be saying, well, it's not those. Well, if it's higher than forty something, then you got it. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. so you got you got more numbers than you uh, than I need than any of us. You know. Yeah. So I, that's why I'm sticking with it. But <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. The next movie, and this is the last one that has a specific date. Okay. You know, we have a bunch that are just general 2021s after this. Uh, but the next one is Halloween Kills. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that one. Um, I'm going to go high on this one as well uh, because the the last Halloween was surprisingly great. Um, and if they carry on that same tone and that same ethos, I know it's most of the same people involved. Um, I have high expectations for this one. Halloween is best when you keep it simple, and as long as they can do that, I think good things. I'll say collective score, I'm gonna say like 4.2, I think. I've never seen a Halloween. I've never seen any of them. Uh, uh, a single one. I know, I know, but I, I need to. John Carpenter, good. I like that. Uh, assumedly, I'd enjoy it, uh, but nah, I just never, never had a chance. Uh, so I'm, I'm kind of shooting in the dark a lot. But y'all apparently like that one, and I don't know. We, we tend to have similar tastes. Uh, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, did you say four? What did you say? Four point two. Four point two. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say four. Well, I think the last one got a collective rating of four. If I'm guessing correctly. Yeah, it was just you and me. Yeah. I can't remember. I think I gave it a four. I think I did too. I think this one will be slightly. Maybe I gave it a 4.5 actually. I think this one will be slightly less good than that one. So I'm going to give this one a three and a half. Okay. Um, Kind of just shooting in the dark. Seems fair. You never know. You know, hopefully it surprises and impresses us. So we have a next load here of. Seven movies, uh, all general 2021 release dates. Blow that load, Ben. I will. <laughs> so one we have a trailer for, and I think we've all seen the trailer for, is uh, The Green Knight. Ooh, the new ooh, David Lauer. Yes, 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 that might be one of my most like anticipated movies, frankly. Cool, yeah, that one looked good. 
A twenty four. Yeah, A twenty four indie stuff. They they tend to have a good track record. Um, yes, we, they don't, do. we don't have Rotten Tomatoes for this one, do we? No, we don't. No. Uh, for Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to say 83. <gasps> um, and for our average, I'm going to go with – I'm going to play it a little safe, and I'm going to go with a 4. You rat bastard with the 83. Take, oh. That's just – oh, it's it's so mm, – going higher or lower than that is a real, like, tricky – you really got a sweet spot there with the 83. And I'm, I'm debating because I want it – I'm going to say 85, but that's really high. That's highballing with the tomatoes, yeah. but – I'm yeah. I'm three twenty four. I'm gonna bump it. I hate the Price is Right you again. Still in the the safe zone. Yeah, I, I hate to do that, but yeah, I'm gonna do that, and I'm gonna go Golden Pot on this one too. I oh wow, fuck, I really want this okay. one to be good, and uh, I, I'm sure what's gonna happen is y'all are gonna give Down. it like four point fives, and I'm gonna give it a five. But whatever, I I really want this to be a Golden Pod. Like I want it to be like it. It's got so much set up for it. It's so ready to be. And fuck, I'm going to be disappointed. Cool. I'm going to be disappointed in this movie. I already know it because like, I'm, <laughs> I'm setting my expectations way too high. I got I to gotta not do that. But, oh, it's so hard not to. Yeah, well, I, I'm excited for it, too. I'm going to I'm going to lowball the Rotten Tomatoes a little bit and say 74 just because I think play the numbers, play the numbers a little bit. And also, I think with a 24 movies, Usually they're very highly rated, but every once in a while you'll get one that you expect to be highly rated, and it kind of just does. Was that one with the island? That was an A24, wasn't it, where you get all your wishes? I don't think that was A24. That was Blumhouse. Oh, that was Blumhouse, yeah. Score-wise, I'm going to say four and a half for all of us. Right in the middle. Yeah. Okay, next... We have heard some production horror stories about this one this year, and that's Army of the Dead. Uh, oh. The new Zack Snyder zombie movie, yeah. zombie heist movie, uh, it recently in the news. I don't know if we actually talked about the story. Wait, I, I don't think I've heard about this. Yeah, so the news was that Crystalia was a main ca- uh, actor. Oh, stinky! And they had finished shooting and everything. Oh, and word. so the whole Crystalia. Thing came out oh yeah and so they decided rather than reshooting all his scenes they would replace him within the scene with female actor tignataro didn't they replace him with her digitally too yes because they, yes. they didn't do any actual reshoots. digitally which, yeah. which I'm, a, I'm a gape i'm my mouth oh, is a gape right now I, uh, well, comedian Tignataro, you're putting Tignataro's face on a rapist body <laughs> and just throwing your film out there. Yeah, man. Oh, shit. I don't even remember what I guessed for Rotten Tomatoes, but like, I am even more worried about this one now than I was. I mean, Zack Snyder's track record is dog shit. Like, I know, like, you, Ben, say his Dawn of the Dead is fun. I haven't seen it. It's so his only know. good movie, in my opinion. Um, but that's, I think, a lot due to... Wait, you don't like Batman v Superman, <laughs> Dawn of Justice, oh, Ben? I haven't seen it. That's my problem. You were talking about Criterion Collection. Oh, <laughs> God. No, uh, Dawn of the Dead, his Dawn of the Dead, it's because it's written by James Gunn. Yeah, oh. nope, that tracks. Nope, Magic um, Touch. Yeah, <laughs> so, uh, ooh, fuck, you know, Zack Snyder sucks, 
and uh, yeah. to have no. Tignataro's head digitally put on Crystalia's body, uh, I think is going to be uh, cartoonishly terrible. Honestly, might make it more fun, but ooh, yikes! Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm, ooh. I don't know. I'm going to say 1.5 for this one, honestly. I'm expecting the worst. Yeah, man. Uh, is there the opposite of a golden pod? <laughs> because, yo, that's not good. That that bodes, that does not bode well. But, man, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not going to give it a one because I do think that there's going to, I'm hoping at least there's going to be some entertainment value in how bad it is. Um, not like so bad it's good, but at least somewhat entertaining. I'm going to say two because, man, you know that like replacing her in the scenes, it's going to be so fake. It's going to be it's just so riddled rife with artifice because like none of the actors are actually acting with her. I'm expecting uh, Henry Cavill's digitally removed mustache from Justice League. Oh, yeah. I'm expecting that kind of see because because they're putting her onto a monster. I'm I'm seeing like uh, what's his face from the new Hellboy (laughs) when his his face is like like (laughs) superimposed on a slime. At the end of Hellboy with the the dad. Yeah, with Ian McShane. Ian McShane, yeah, yeah. I totally forgot. That's what that. I'm picturing. Fuck. Because because Crystal Lee is a slime, yeah, you see. So it's, I get it. I never liked his stand up. Not that that matters. No, I don't but think he's like funny. I've never thought he's funny. Uh, yeah. Not that, that that's relevant, but it's gonna be rough. It's gonna be it's gonna be rough. Yeah. Uh Zack Snyder sucks. Mm. Uh, I'm out I'm out. I'm out. Uh, yeah. I still wanna no, see it though. I'm still curious. That is such a huge red flag that it's just putting a big question mark on everything. Uh, I will say again, Dawn of the Dead is Zack Snyder's best film, and a zombie heist movie in premise is fun, and it's something I'm here for. For sure. And for those two reasons alone, I'm going to say two and a half. Uh, I'm still hedging my bet and not going any higher than that Smart. because they could very easily just be such a hot mess. Yeah, no. I wouldn't be surprised if this gets the hottest mess <laughs> body. Yeah. Okay, moving on. We have a new reboot of Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Oh, uh oh, uh oh, stinky, stinky, stinky. Uh, who's involved? Yep. Bef- I guess before yep, I yep, yep, uh, because there's it could be good. Well, it's a There's new room. director, a first-time director. Uh-oh, stinky. <laughs> uh, let me see if I can find any more info. Alex, Alex, eh. Alice Krieg is uh, in it. Okay. Uh, she's probably part Wh- of the family. Who is that? She was the witch in Hansel, or Gretel and Hansel. Borg queen. The Borg yeah. queen. Yeah. Elsie yeah. Fisher from 8th grade is in it. Okay. Honestly, uh, a, a Star Trek cast member being in a film is honestly more of a bad sign. This is but. this is probably. I mean, I this probably don't have information on this, but do we know if this one is set in the seventies or modern day? Like, how much are they really? Are they trying? Uh, to, is it a remake or a reboot or what? I don't know. I I have no information on that. I do see here on IMDb it says on August twenty fourth, twenty twenty, initial directors and brothers Ryan and Andy Toll split from the project during the film's first week of production in Bulgaria. That's Yo, not a good sign. Bad sign. That's, That's a, a bad you know what that sign. is that that has got to be studio interference because one of the one of the things that was like so bad about the 
the previous, the 20 whatever's reboot is they tried to like Darth Vaderify Leatherface. And it sounds like, it sounds like they were like having to deal with bad, a total guess, like yeah. totally out of my ass. But like my guess is they're, they're having to deal with like studio fucking meddling and bullshit there. I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to go real low on this one. I'm going to say, uh, 27 Rotten Tomatoes. And I think, I think we're also going to give it, I'm going to go one for us out of five. I'm going to say like there's there's probably going to be like a moment or something in the movie that that has us like excited about it uh, or or be like, well, I'm not going to give it a one because a thing happened. Uh, so I'm going to say uh, just uh, just a, a two. I'm, I'm going to give it a two um, because give it a little cushion. Yeah, because there, there's there's it's it's going to have leather face in it, assumedly wild if it doesn't. But um, uh, I mean, it will. I mean, there's no <laughs> way. <laughs> Like, so there's gonna, be a, there's gonna be a giant man making pig noises running around with a chainsaw, and, like, that's fun. Like, Can so, that, you know, like, everything with Leatherface in it was still probably some of the better stuff in the really shitty remake. So, yeah, I'm gonna say, too, like, uh, if not higher. And the Rotten Tomatoes, I'm gonna say 30. Okay, well, this movie is stinky. 40. Stinky. 30, yeah, 30. To its core. Stinky to the core. And, I mean... In a way, you want that for uh, Texas Chainsaw, but no. not in the same way. No, I do. You want a stinky movie, but stinky oh, yeah. in, it's, in <laughs> it being visceral. I want, you know? I want but, stinky, I want stinky, like, uh, corpse matter and rotting yeah, flesh yeah, i don't yeah. want you don't want is, stinky quality this is gonna be stinky like doo-doo ass yeah uh, yeah like doo-doo ass exactly i'm gonna give it a six for on <laughs> tomatoes and wow. i'm gonna give it a 0.5 nice <laughs> yeah dude honestly uh, 0.5. I, I actually hope you're right on here uh, ben, ben just go big or go home because like at that point like if if it's getting a zero from any of us we're all gonna go, go zeros for solidarity right we don't do zeros. Yeah, we don't point do zeros. Five is the lowest five. we do. So, uh, yeah. so oh, so that is, is the lowest. Yeah. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's fair. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, stinky, awful, yeah. trash. Damn right. on Rotten Tomatoes. That would Damn. be hilarious. Awesome. Big of true. All right. What's you that? know what's going to be really funny? It's going to be like, play us back if this is the case. going to be hilarious if this movie rocks. Yeah, dude. Oh, yeah. It's going to be so fucking funny. Oh, yeah. Honestly, I'm there is still a small part of me that's hoping it does. Like, I, I do want to put I that out shit, there. I will shit my britches if it is. Like, what if? Yeah, like they just get the texture the first, right. The first, the, it's a new director and this is their their fucking get out. Yeah, right. <laughs> what if? What uh, if? What if this is the, the debut film of the next horror auteur? Yeah. So the next one is a unique one. It's an avenue that we've covered recently, but haven't mm. covered much overall. And that's children's horror. Uh, it's a new film by Henry Selleck, the director of uh, Coraline and The Nightmare Before Elm Street. Uh, it's the Nightmare Before called- Christmas? Yeah, nightmare. <laughs> God damn it! Leave that in. That's and- before Elms, <laughs> but after nightmare, Christmas, nightmare before Christmas, dude. Yes. Nightmare before Elm, Elm Street <laughs> would be a great top ten anime crossovers <laughs> of the century. Would be a great uh, animated children's uh, prequel of Nightmare on Elm Street where Freddy Krueger's a little kid. What's this? What's this? There's murder everywhere. The Nightmare Before Elm Street. I love it. Oh, excellent. So uh, this one's called Wendell and Wild. And it's oh, a, uh, it has a log line here on IMDb. It's very it says, twee, very indie name. Uh, two demon brothers face off against a nun and a pair of goth teens. 
Oh, that and sounds like it could be. Fun. It's oh, both lovely. written and starring Key and Peel. Oh, oh, I'm about okay. it, about it. I'm about it, about okay, it. Okay, okay. Yes. Normally, I I'm I kind of eschew children's horror, but uh, this in this, this case sounds... it might be an eschew in. Uh-huh. Mm. Yeah, this one could be interesting. Um, and also like. Coraline and Nightmare Before Christmas are pretty critically acclaimed. I almost said it. <laughs> are are, are uh, pretty critically acclaimed. Uh, so I think this one will probably do well uh, with the critics. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say 88. Honestly, for Rotten Tomatoes, I'm gonna go high on that one. And for personal rating, um, just to give myself a little wiggle room because kids movie, um, I'm gonna say a three point seven from us uh on the rotten tomatoes i'm gonna go a little under with an 85 and for our pod rating i'm gonna go a little higher with a four man i was gonna do something very similar price is right and ben he's yeah. done it to me the whole episode yeah. price is do right. it, okay. I'll, do it I'll if you're go, bad i'll go 82 for rotten tomatoes and then for our score i really wanted to do four because like, right I know Cleveland and Price is right rated high. Yeah. 4.1, no Price matter is right what. <laughs> yeah. uh, Because I'm a child at heart, bud. Yeah. Uh, I have a sentimental you know side. I'll never give this up. This could be a hidden gem. I think I'm going to say four and a half. Oh, wow. Okay. Cool. Wow. I respect, yeah. I respect the, uh, the balls for that one. Hit it hard. Yeah. Okay. So next one is a new Mike Flanagan movie. Okay. Titled Halloran. It's Uh-oh. a prequel to The Shining. Uh-oh. About oh, Dick Halloran. No. No, 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 no. Yeah. Stop it. It's Stop it. You did it already. It's not based on actual Stephen King no- not novel material. On, not based on source material you... makes me nervous. Oh, my God. Can, can we just let Stanley Kubrick, like, fucking rest in peace? Like, fuck, man. What are you doing? Okay. Well, I will be cautiously optimistic about this one. I liked Doctor Sleep. I know y'all weren't as crazy on it. I was okay with but it, but I I liked I liked Doctor Sleep. It's aged well in my eyes, and too. I and I think that Mike Flanagan, especially with like the his Netflix shows, Haunting of Hill House, and now Haunting of Bly Manor, the new one, which I haven't seen either of them, but everybody loves them. Mike Flanagan like does ghost stories pretty well. That's sort of become his niche. I think that this one has potential that being said i'm not gonna get my hopes up too high i'm gonna say for rotten tomatoes i'm gonna give it like a 72 and for our rating i'm gonna say 3.7 as soon as you said that it's it's a it's a shining prequel Again, a shining prequel. Yeah. I just saw... At least Dr. Sleep was based on a book that Stephen King also wrote. No. They're just going completely off the rails. But see, here's what I think, though. I still think that Stephen King is going to have something to do with it. Because he he had a a pretty strong hand to play in that. He had a pretty strong hand to play in It as well. Like, he's been getting, like, 
you know, like into the production role kind of like side of things. Stephen King is I'm old just, now and he fully supports any adaptation of any of his work. Yeah. Anytime comes out, he's always like, it's amazing, even if it's not. I don't trust anything well, Stephen no, King says. But what I'm picturing, I think I think that Stephen King's got part something else to do with it because like I just I think like what a perfect way to like because like, you know, he had his problems with the, the original Shining film. Apparently he came back around on him probably because they brought him a lot of money and, and clout. But uh, the because yeah, he's mellowed in his old age back in those days he was a fucking alcoholic and coke fiend like he was fucking wild self-admittedly yeah, yeah. Uh, of course and uh there's but I don't, know, I don't know just, just I, I just i just get this like shamanistic oracle vision of just stephen king just taking a shit on uh <laughs> kubrick's grave like him just be like this is my last you know stanley all right stanley you know like that's that's what i'm i'm saying this as it's like what a what a perfect way to like get your claws like all over the shining like claws back all over the shining then like then bookend it do you know what I mean? Then like, then put a film at the beginning and at the and end of it. You know what I mean? It's going to be, oh, it's the Shining trilogy now. I hate that. I hate it so goddamn much. It makes me livid. Uh, I'm going to say 22 on Ooh, Rotten Tomatoes. Shit. Fuck it. I'm mad about it. Um, And uh, I'm going to give it 0. 0.5. Wow. No, no, I'm not. I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a one. Uh, it's just a little extreme. Wow. I still yeah. think I'm mad. I'm low ball. I'm angry. I think by premise, turning the shining into a trilogy is, is fucked up and you shouldn't do it. And it makes, it pisses me off a little bit. I, I mean, I agree. I hope I, I'm wrong. It, when I think about this movie, I get that Jack Nicholson staring into the distance. Yeah, dude. Look <laughs> on my face. Yeah. It's going to be gross. And no, 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 but, but like the the CG, the fake, the discount Jack Nicholson. Oh no, oh no, that's even worse. Yeah, uh, I'm telling yeah, tell you, like it's just ah, take that, Stanley. Like it's yeah, it's, it's it's gross, it's and I don't like be it. A mess. I leave Stanley Kubrick. I have my ghost alone. I don't it, think it has, I don't think it has as much to do with Stanley Kubrick as you say. It's Stephen King's intellectual property. It does just because it's, it's turning his film into a trilogy. Kubrick's, that's gross. Kubrick's adaptation was based on Stephen King's character. I know Stephen I, King can do whatever the fuck he wants with his IP. I'm not saying that it that he should make a show. <laughs> that's what like, it's like, like I don't can, think it's, yes. I don't should think he? Absolutely I don't think not. Shitting on Stanley Kubrick for Stephen King to do what he wants it's with that, his own IP. It's that classic, you know, quote, we we talked about so much about whether we can do it and not whether, whether we, we should, should do yeah. it. Yeah. That, that I agree. That I agree with you. Yeah. But, uh, it's, it's, it's a George Lucas situation. I, I'm going to leave Kubrick out of this I think, I think Dr. Sleep got a pretty decent response. It didn't do commercially all that well, especially because it kind of separated itself uh, in branding from mm-hmm. The Shining. I'm going to give it a 60 on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm going to give it a 2.75 from us. Fucking prequeling The Shining. I hate it. I hate it so much. It makes I me know. angry. It's, it's something else. Yeah. yeah sure so the next one I admittedly don't have a ton of new information on, but it is a WB HBO one, another one straight to streaming slash you know, movie theaters or whatever. It's the new James Wan IP, Malignant. No details at all. I've heard some mumblings about that too. Yeah, I don't know anything about it. Um, I think that's fine. We can just take wild shots in the dark. I like James Wan. I did like James Wan. Um, I don't anymore. Uh, is Do you know if this IP is... A part of the conjuring cinematic universe i hate that i have to ask that um oh, he yeah. said it's 
damn, I forgot. <laughs> Wait, how much? How much has James Wan had to do apart from the first one? He produces. He like, produces all of, all of them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So. As of July 2020, details about the project were still being kept under wraps, but it was reported that it will tackle a slice of horror James Wan hasn't yet explored, uh, which really tells us that means nothing. nothing. Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and assume that it will be part of the Conjuring verse, and uh, I mean, those movies do okay commercially and critically, I guess. I'm going to... I'm going to give it, I'm going to say like 60 on Rotten Tomatoes, uh, but for us, I'm going to lowball again, and I'm going to say 1.7. Knowing literally nothing about it, uh, I'm going to say 50 on Rotten Tomatoes and uh, 3 for our rating. Well, I'm going to say Rotten Tomatoes, (sighs) new IP is worrying me, Mm. honestly. I think the last new ip in that vein was like la llorona oh yeah so i'm gonna give it a 22 on rotten tomatoes and i'm gonna say we're gonna give it a two and a half okay so we have one movie uh we have a few with no known release date so they may or may not come out in 2021 uh but we have one left that will likely come out in 2021 and that's a movie called O2, as in, you know, Oxygen. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's the new Alexandra Aha, Aja movie. Oh. Um, Alejandro. Yes. Who brought us Crawl and Piranha 3D. Yes, and I have a log line for us, too. So, a woman wakes in a cryogenic chamber with no recollection of how she got there and must find a way out before running out of air. Cube premise. Okay. That could be fun. That's that's very video gamey. I, I like, love that. I like Alexander Asia. I'm gonna guess. He doesn't tend to do well critically, though. Piranha 3D didn't, and uh, Crawl didn't. So I'm gonna say no shame for crawl. Crawl's fine. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I do want to mention shame. too that it stars. It's going to star Melanie Laurent. Uh, she was the the woman in Inglorious Bastards. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, she's so. good. Well, that almost makes me wonder if it's going to be a French language film. Yeah, that's because what I was wondering too. I, because she's French and he's French. I'm still going to lowball for Rotten Tomatoes. I don't like people. The critics don't like him. Um, Kind of unfairly, I think, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna say like 48 for uh, Rotten Tomatoes, and uh, for us though, we like Alexander Asia on this podcast, so I'm gonna say 3.8 for us. Yeah, I don't have a whole lot to go off of. I'm gonna go 50 on Rotten, and for us, well, let's see. You know, Crawl was fun. Um, this sounds different. And I, I do love I do love me a cube film. I do love me a person wake up, no memory, has to get out with a puzzle and oxygen that sounds like it's gonna be puzzleified. Uh so these are all things these are all things I like. I'm gonna say four. Um I think I think we'll enjoy it. I think we'll have a good time with this one. Uh so yeah, I think especially if this isn't French, I think this could be a return return to form critically. A return to form. Return to form. No, a return to form for Alexandra Asia critically yeah. high tension. I remember did get some pretty good reviews critically. Oh, but was it Alexandra or was it Alejandro? 
Alexander. Oh, okay. Alexander. He's French. Well, when I said Alejandro a second ago, can you cut that? Because that makes no sense. No, it's Whatever. funny. Yeah. It's... And I think for us, I'm going to say three and a half. That's a tough one, though. Uh, so first, uh, Spawn. Yet again. Oh, yeah. uh, Jason Blum has been talking about it lately. So maybe it'll actually happen. But who fucking knows at this point? It'll probably get an HBO release, won't it? Because Spawn is... I mean, the, the animated series was on HBO. Yeah, uh, Jason so Blum has the, uh, the rights, so it would be a Blumhouse. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, we already predicted this one. Uh, I'm still... I'm going to say average for us 3.5, I think. No, 3. 3. I'm going to go with a hopeful 3.75. I, I want it to be very good. I, I I think that there's plenty of room for a great Spawn movie. Sure. Well, I think it's going to be a two. Uh, <laughs> I, I have yeah. a feeling Jeremy Renner is a red flag nowadays. So. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so four more. We'll, we'll try to be quick about these. So Friday the 13th reboot. Is LeBron James still attached yes, to it? he owns the rights. Okay, uh, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say 3.5 for that one. I think that could be fun. I'm a little concerned. I'm gonna say 2.75, and I'm gonna say one. <laughs> it has potential to be a hot mess. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that's true. Okay, next uh, new Lee Winnell movie, Dark Universe, Wolfman, oh, starring wow. uh, Ryan Gosling. So, As the Wolfman. Yo, well, uh, Lee Winnell did the did Invisible, yeah. yeah? I don't love that the Dark Universe is a thing that's happening again. I thought that that was dead. Don't love that. Uh, however, Lee Winnell, uh, his last couple efforts have really knocked it out of the park, and he proved himself uh, for the quote-unquote Dark Universe with Invisible Man. Ryan Gosling, I can usually take or leave. I find him pretty boring, but uh, otherwise competent actor. I'm gonna say I'm gonna say three point eight for us. And Rotten Tomatoes, I'm gonna go with seventy four. Uh, yeah, Ryan Gosling's great. I think it could be just Andy. Um, I'm kind of keen. I'm kind of keen to to see if it's any good. Uh, it's got it's got some good signs pointing towards it and. Fuck, man, if I don't love a classic, like, Wolfman rules. Like, I used to watch that movie a lot when I was a kid. I'd love to watch it again for the podcast, too. Uh, the original or the remake with Benicio Del Toro um, and Anthony Hopkins? Uh, you know the answer to that. It's most <laughs> I know, that was a rhetorical <laughs> question. Oh, my God. Um, uh, yeah, uh, I'm, I'm pretty hyped. Uh, but it'll probably get slept on, um, much like The Invisible Man did. Uh, what was the rating for The uh, what was the Rotten for Invisible Man? The final one? Yeah. 91. 91. Oh. Did pretty well, yeah. Oh, well, okay. Um, I'm going to say, I'm going to say, uh, 88. Wow. 88. Wow. I'm going, I'm going and around the same. R rating? Uh, our group rating will probably be, oh man, I'm hopeful. I, I, God, I really want that one to be good. Uh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say four. I'm going to say four. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say for Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to say 93. Ooh, wow. Ooh, you going really And high. I'm going to say for our score, four and a half. I hope so. I hope it's a golden pot. I hope so, too. I yeah. hope so, as well. Okay, so two more. Uh, so the next one is a movie called The Salamander Lives Twice. 
It's by the writers and directors of The Greasy Strangler, uh, starring Vera Farmiga and Adrian Brody. And the logline is, A man with an impenetrable briefcase and no memory is found on the shoreline of a remote island by a woman and her daughter, who are the last remaining members of a once prosperous family dynasty. I'm sure they're all hideous. <laughs> I'm sure all the characters are hideous and gross. Yeah. Uh, ooh, yeah. I, it's hard to say. I, I still haven't seen Beverly Luff Lynn. But, I have. Uh, this one, I, yeah. And actually, it's not bad. It's, it's not a bad movie. I, love it. I, I, I think. It. I think for Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to, I'll say 77. And for our rating, I'm going to say three. You know, Tease, an evening, I think you would actually enjoy it, and I, I enjoyed it to a degree. Uh, I think you would enjoy an evening with Be- Beverly Lynn even more than I would. Like, Yeah, I probably would. It's a, it's a fun movie. It is. I do want to see it. The gross, everyone's gross. I didn't it, hate The Greasy which is Strangler, a, which is a I just don't really want to watch it again. You know? No, yeah, same. Um, I can't stop thinking about it, though. I'd watch some clips from Beverly Loft again. I don't know if I could watch the whole movie again. Oh, it's that great, either, though. It's though. great. I, it just, it's so uncomfortable. I would watch it again, happily. Um, it, it is less uncomfortable than The Greasy Strangler, though, which, I mean, I, how could it? How yes. good? Of so, course. Uh, what's your Rotten Tomatoes? I don't know. Uh, 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 let's let's say seventy. Uh, seventy. <laughs> okay. And then our rating, our group rating. Uh, mm, uh, I would say three point seven five. Wow, surprising. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna I say you go lower than me. I'm gonna no. say a sixty on Rotten Tomatoes, and I'm gonna say a four for our rating. I think. I can imagine already a greasy Adrian Brody. Ooh, ooh, I don't want to think about that. I don't want to think about that. <laughs> okay, so the last one, and I saved the, the best for last. This one doesn't have an official 2021 release date. Very well may come out in 2022, but it is the new Robert Eggers movie. Um, oh, with, the, oh, the North, North Man. Man. Yeah, with Bjork um, in it and everybody else. Yep, uh, you know, it's a Viking revenge saga You're set in Iceland at the turn of the you 10th century. Ready? No. Uh, starring Anna Taylor-Joy, Nicole Kidman, Alexander Skarsgård, wow. Ethan Hawke, Willem Dafoe, Ralph Innocent, and Bjork. Yeah, you holy shit. Already? No. Yeah, I... Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, I'm going to say 92, and uh, I'm going to take my opportunity to guess a golden pot on this one. I'm going to guess a a 5 out of 5 from all of us. Yo, I'm going to go... You've gotten two of them, so you can can go lower this time. But but it's the obvious bet. I mean, what else am I going to bet other than a golden pot? You took the the other... You've gotten two. You've gotten two. (laughs) Yeah, but but I I didn't know I had a limit. I'll I'll take off one of the others. Because I've already got... Because we can't both predict the same thing, and I'm predicting that this one's a golden pod yeah. so you have to go lower i'm gonna predict a golden pod too <laughs> well then that means no points for anybody <laughs> if we're right fine fuck it whatever i mean well I, what's your rotten tomatoes we'll we'll split the difference here, with that here what I'll, what I'll say is i will uh no okay what okay how about this whoever gets the closest to the rotten tomatoes gets the extra point on that one yes if we're all predicting oh, yes. oh, nice I so like whoever that. gets closest to rotten tomatoes gets the extra good, point good, good, i like good, that call. i like that idea um uh I, i'm also not opposed to doing 4.9 
uh, for no, nah, fuck it. For we're my all, desk. we're all saying golden pod, so let's just do it. Okay, uh, yeah, because I'm 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 going full out. Oh, yeah, 100, 100 yeah, on Rotten Tomatoes. My hype is through the roof. Yeah. Are you guessing 100 on Rotten Tomatoes? <laughs> yep. Wow. Okay. Uh, wow, I'm going to say a 96. Golden tomato or whatever. I'm going to say a 96 on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, so that's it. Um, there are just a handful of movies that I want to quickly mention that we don't have to predict, but I just want to run through a few that I saw that perked my ears up and I thought were interesting. Uh, so the new Scream reboot mm-hmm. is coming out in 2022. The Scream boot. Uh, but it's directed by the people who directed Ready or Not. Dope. Which makes me that super excited oh, for it. Oh, yes. Um, new Jordan Peele movie coming out 2022. So we're not getting that in 2021. Uh, Arch Enemy, we just watched the trailer for it. Not a horror movie. Looks dope. Looks cool. Also yeah. coming Glenn out Howard this year, is the villain. Looks awesome. Also coming out this weekend, technically. As of recording. As of recording. It'll already um, be out for a while. So that Monster Hunter movie, they're just pooping it out in theaters <laughs> this month as of recording in All December right. 2020. Because, you know, it's going to do Mondo box office returns oh, yeah. amidst COVID. There's a new... Uh, I probably could have had this in predictions, but I didn't want to. Uh, there's a new M. Night movie called Old. Uh, he put out a a poster for it, but there's no other information. And if he's not going to release any information, I didn't want to bother. Fair, yeah. I mean, it. I just don't want to bother with M. Night anymore at all anyway, so <laughs> that's fine. But that one's coming out this year, and we'll probably end up seeing it, if I'm guessing. Ah, uh, uh, I don't want to. Uh, Terrifier <laughs> 2. Uh, I didn't have that on our list because Cleveland okay. hasn't seen it, but I know Tis and I have seen it. The first one was pretty fun. Trick or Treat 2. Oh. Uh, not a confirmed release date, uh, but Michael Doherty is coming back Surprising. to write and direct. Excellent. Mm. Um, awesome. There's a new uh, movie by the director of Raw, uh, Titan. Oh. Uh, that is coming out next year. Fuck yeah. I didn't have that on our list because Cleve hasn't seen Raw. Yeah. Um, That's going to be one of my picks. Yeah. There's Probably a new Jeremy Saulnier uh, movie oh. coming out. The logline is a high-velocity thriller that explores systemic American injustices through bone-breaking action sequences, suspense, and dark humor. Awesome. Which is a generic-ass logline. Yeah, but, yep, but Exactly Je- what I want Jeremy Saulnier's track record, except for his last movie. Was yeah, which good, I haven't but. seen, but... Uh, that one's coming out next dark. year. That one's called mm. Rebel Ridge. There's a movie by the director of Creep called... There's someone inside your house. Uh, so creep three. <laughs> <laughs> well, it it says the the log line. Uh, the graduating class at Osborne High is being targeted by a masked assailant intent on exposing their darkest secret of each victim, and Boring. only a group of misfit outsiders can stop the killings. So some sort of high school or I'm bored slasher. I'm bored type of thing. I hope goth um, kids are the outsiders. And the last one that I did want to quickly mention is Mona Lisa and the Blood Moon, directed by uh, the director of uh, A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night. Oh, okay. Um, and the the logline for that one is pretty interesting. Is it's that the a- sequel to Mona Lisa Smile? <laughs> I think it's a song. No, it's a movie. It is? Okay, good. <laughs> The fact that I don't know it says it all. The logline sounds interesting. It says, A girl with unusual powers escapes from a mental asylum and tries to make it on her own in New Orleans. 
Oh, that could be cool. Okay, you know, I was that. I was actually not that intrigued until you said New Orleans. Like that that gives a little extra spice. Yeah. Um, I think because like no girl girl escapes from a mental institution with powers is pretty done. But like. But to New Orleans. Okay. All right. Well, and the reason in. I didn't have it on our prediction list is you haven't seen A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night, um, which I think would really color your opinion of it because it's such a uniquely directed and paced film. You would really like it, honestly. But I think it takes the simple premise and it's probably going to elevate it to something really interesting. Would yeah. It? Well, damn, we have a uh, an interesting year in horror cinema to look forward to. Uh, we'll see how many of those came out, because last year only six of our 20 predictions actually came out. Um, so we will see, um, and we hope that you, the listener, will uh, be along for the ride with us. I'm going to wrap this up real quick. If you like the show... Leave us a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts with a nice review. Share an episode with a friend. Follow us on Twitter at PodPeoplePod and at Letterboxd.com slash PodPeoplePod where you'll find a list of all the films we've talked about on the show with our average ratings and links to those episodes. You can find me on Twitter at some spooky snake. I'm on Twitter at Mr. Sheets. And I'm occasionally tweeting for Light Arc Studios. We put out content on It Stares <laughs> Back. Uh, you know you know the drill. Check us out on Steam. You can also see my work on ArtStation. If you search Cleveland Mosier, see some cool, spooky paintings and other such things. Um, I really need to get my Instagram game on. I've, I have like four pieces of art on Instagram as get well. Uh, yeah, but you know, that, that requires me to do mo- things on my phone and uh, whatever. But anyway, point being, you, you know what? You know how it is. See some cool art. Check out the Dread Collection. All of them. The I think the bundle's out now. So that's pretty rad. And that'll do it from me, baby. All right. Well, I guess we will see if uh, 2021 is truly uh, 2020 fun. Uh, join us next week as we um, close the casket lid on uh, 2020 once and for all. And uh, yeah, we'll we'll see you next time. Remember to have your pets spayed and neutered. Thanks, Bob Barker. (laughs) 